What is up, everybody? Welcome in to Tide Talk Live. Stacy Blackwood, and we got our boy back, Jake Thomas. New dad vibes over there. Jake, what is up, buddy? How you doing? It's been too long. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a while, buddy, but uh I'm glad to be back. Uh I'm living the uh, you know, if anybody's part of the uh, you know, struggling with sleep nation, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm part of that now because uh, you know, kind kind of get some sleep around around here right now. It's kind of kind of tough, but new new dad and uh enjoying every second of it, man. It, it's nothing like being a dad, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it, buddy. So, mom, baby, everybody good? Everybody's good, man. We uh we got home uh Wednesday and uh been just trying to, you know, trying trying to get settled in, but we're kind of in a little routine now, so I was able to hop on here and and uh record something we did today. So, I'm glad I was able to do this. No doubt about it. It's good to have you back, buddy. Uh, this is Tide Talk Live on the Believe Network, uh, You know, one of the fastest-growing podcast networks uh, in the country. Proud to be a part of that. But we're also on YouTube, so make sure you do subscribe to our channel. Hit that bell notification so you get notified each and every time we either do a live show or upload a video. Uh, and as you can see from the from the thumbnail and the, and the, the video title, we're going to be talking about Caleb DeBoer. We're going to be talking about the transfer portal just all the madness that has been going around the Alabama football program. We're going to be talking about that because Jake has not been with us since all this has went down. So, um, Jake, I guess the best place to start is just your initial thoughts on the hiring of Kalen DeBoer as Alabama's football coach. Yeah, Stacey, I'll, I'll start off by saying I was – we was in the hospital room when, you know, ESPN and my phone – you know, deemed and it was ESPN saying Nick Saban has officially retired from, you know, Alabama. And I was like, okay. I said, somebody hit, hit the wrong button ESPN because, you know, we talk about this every single year, you know, Saban was either going to leave the team or he was retiring after, after the season ends. Well, when it said that Chris Lowe had, had reported it, I immediately went to Chris Lowe's ads or Twitter and it was on there and it was actually the real Chris Lowe. It wasn't one of these fake accounts. And I said, well, blue chat mark, that's something about it. And it's true. So, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh. So I'm like, where do we go from here? And I started thinking about about candidates. You know, of course, Lane Kiffin comes to mind because a lot of people really like Lane. Of course, Dabo Sweeney, uh, a lot of fans like Tim. I said, but other than that, and, and Steve Sarkeesian, I said, other than that, you know, we've got to have a home run hire here. So I, I'm like, okay. You know who else would be some somebody that that you could look at? Dan Lanning is another name that come to mind. A lot of people, I was really high on him, um, just because what he you know the success he's had at, at Oregon. And I'm like, I'm not going to worry about it too much because we know what Greg Byrne has done. You know, with the hires that he's done at, since he's been in Alabama. I mean, he's made a fantastic hire with Nate Oates. I mean, you see what what that has brought the basketball program and NATO is what he has done for the basketball program. He's pretty much given it new life and, and, and everything and winning conference championships. Uh, I mean, he's won what three since he's been there already. And so, uh, and then what he's done with Rod Vaughn, uh, Rod Vaughn, I think baseball wise, I think Alabama's a top 25 in, in the country recruiting under Rob so far. So he's made excellent hires his time at Alabama. So, you know, that night, a lot of people were talking about Dan Lanning. You know, I went to bed. I was like, okay, well, Dan Lanning is probably going to get interviewed and he may take the job. Woke up the next morning and it's like Dan Lanning got on 
camera and on, on a TV show, whatever, and said that he's not going to be the coach. I said, okay. And then we hear about Kalen DeBoer, and I'm like, oh, wow. I said, this guy just played a national championship game. I'm like, interesting. That 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 is very interesting. So then it come out where we actually hired him, and I'm like, okay, I, I really like this pick. And, and I want to give credit. I'm I'm running running deep here, Stacey, but you know, doing a lot of talking, but I got so much to, to talk about and to say. But I want to give Kaylee Board credit for for being that guy and saying, "Hey, I will be the guy who replaces the goat. I'm not going to be scared. I'm going to I'm going to come in, and I'm going to allow him to have 100 access to my program. But I'm going to build it the way I want to build it." And that's pretty much what he's done. And he said, I want Saban to give me pointers along the way because, I mean, he's the greatest of all time. He's I want him to give me that. But at least he took took the opportunity and stepped up and said, hey, I want this job and, and I'm going to I'm going to be and make this program be how I want it to be. I'm not scared to, to you know, replace the GOAT. And I give him a lot of credit for that. I, I'm really excited about Kevin Boer. His press conference, man, I, I just I just loved it you know, the vision that he has. And he talked about we're going to the, the standard. He talked about the Alabama standard. We're still going to win SEC championships and we're still going to win national championships. I can't, I can't say enough about him. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was a lot to take in Jake, but you've had yeah. a week's worth of more than a week's worth of uh, time to kind of collect your thoughts and go through all of it. But it really is just a – it's been a wild week, a wild – I guess I guess nine days now is what it's been since all of it's kind of transpired. But I uh, do want to get to the chat real quick. Uh, James Crick is in. Thank you, James. Mm-hmm. Living Life wants to know about the, the recruiting update from this weekend. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. Yep. Uh, Ricky Smith is in. Good to have you, Ricky. Jim says Penix was a three-star. And DeBoer yep. – yeah, we see what DeBoer turned him into. What's up, guys, from Richard? Mm-hmm. Nick Saban right here. Good stuff. Change is exciting. No doubt right. about it. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's real quick. I do want to touch on the, uh, the, the recruits that's the recruiting going on this weekend. Of course, really the biggest news is that Ryan Williams is in town on an official right. visit. And from everything that I've heard that the coaching staff has been able to spend a lot of time with him. Uh, you know, he, he went to a, a, a local basket high school basketball game last night with, with Jalen and Bachway. That those two guys are extremely close. Um, and, you know, Williams has always loved Alabama. So I, I think that there's still a very strong possibility that he picks with Al, picks Alabama uh, on signing day. Uh, I, I think he's actually going to commit on February 9th, which is his actual birthday. I believe right. that's still the, still the plan. So I do like where Alabama's at right now. So um, uh, update on Ryan Williams is Alabama's right in the mix, and I, I think Tide fans should be excited about the prospects of him signing with the Tide. Also, uh, see Noah Carter, a, a 2024 guy who was committed to Washington, uh, actually signed with him, got released from his national letter of intent. He is also on an official visit with Alabama this weekend, and uh, they would be surprised if he – I think anybody would be surprised if Noah Carter, the four-star edge defender, does not end up picking Alabama. A couple of Washington players that are there right now, uh, wide receiver uh, Jeremy Bernard and offensive lineman Parker uh, Brailsford. They're also both on campus right now. 
and I believe they're both probably going to commit to Alabama this weekend. Uh, Bernard is an extremely talented wide receiver who on most teams last year would have been wide receiver one, but because of of the guys they had at Washington, was, you know, I think was third or fourth on the team in receiving yards, but a really high-quality a wide receiver, uh, Brailsworth is one of the best interior offensive linemen in the country as a redshirt freshman last year. So a lot to be excited about there. Now, as far as the the defensive back Jabbar Muhammad goes, uh, NIL is going to be a factor with him. Now, you know, look, I think Alabama is still in the mix, but you have to look at teams like Texas, Oregon. Those teams are a little more willing to, you know, just hand over the money than what Alabama is. But I still think Alabama's, you know, got a chance here with Jabbar Muhammad. So uh, those are the guys that that we know for sure are there and that are, that are Alabama are right in the mix with right now. Uh, but I guess the biggest roster movement, I guess, of the last couple of days is the fact that that Coach DeBoer and Coach Grubb bring in Austin Mack, a redshirt freshman mm-hmm. quarterback from Washington, and then Je- Julian Sayan uh, decides to enter the transfer portal um, I would love to get everybody's thoughts on that. Yeah, you know, that, Stacey, I'll give you my thoughts. You know, let me say this. I've been thinking about this for a couple of days, and, and we have said from time and time again, the players should be getting some kind of, of benefit for their name, imaging, and likeness. That's what NIL is about. They should be getting paid to some degree way it is the way the transfer portal is and the way nil is it's just it's just way out of control right now the ncaa has got to do something to start regulating this a little bit but i have told a couple people i said you know 10 years ago and i may have said it on on one of our shows stacy but 10 15 20 years ago you sold a player on the history of the program now it's about how many how many dollar signs you can give them, how much money you can pay them to come to that program. And and I hate that because Alabama is one of the richest, you know, programs in history and the in in the college football world. There, there's no doubt about it. Players should want to come to Alabama to play for that history, not for money purposes. So, you know, I I I I don't know. I, I just hate it. But I feel like the ones that we have still here, the ones that uh, I think Ricky had, had said, you know, I'm not talking about the ones who have stepped up and said, no, we're staying here and, and bleeding crimson. That's what I love to see. Tyler Booker, uh, uh, Deontay Lawson, uh, Malachi Moore, all them guys, they're leaders. And they're yeah. saying, like Tyler Booker said, no amount of money is gonna, was going to change me from, from bleeding crimson pretty much. And I paraphrase a little bit. He said, I didn't come to Alabama because of money. I come to play for Alabama to set the standard and, and continue the standard. So if you want to be here, I love it. That's fine. But we do got to regulate NIL and the transfer portal at some point in NCAA. Yeah, and and I totally agree with what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying, but you got to understand it from the prospect standpoint from this right. regard. They, they all didn't grow up Alabama fans. That's true. So, so yeah. I mean, it, it's it's different for them. And and like uh, Ashley says, many of these players don't come from families with money. So, you yep. know, it's easy for us to say, don't come here for money, come here for Alabama. So um, it's just it's just one of those things that I understand both sides of it. And, there, mm-hmm. you know, more than one thing can be true at a time. I, I, I think that all that kind of gets lost. But look, like you said, 
there has to be some type of legislation on on NIL and the right. portal, and it's going to come eventually. I mean, I don't know how quick it'll be here, but there's going to be a massive change to, to the way all this works out. There's going to be a massive change coming up to the college football calendar. There has to be. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just really unfortunate that that album has happens to be going through a coach, not only a coaching change, mm-hmm. but you're moving on from the greatest coach of all time. Right. And right now there's nobody left in the portal and because the transfer portal is closed for everybody except the teams that have made a coaching change. Mm-hmm. So you're just – there's nobody for Album to get right now, but Album's players can go anywhere they want. So it's just – it's a very unfortunate situation, but it, 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 you got you got to deal with it. Uh, you know, Coach DeBoer dealt with this two years ago when he took over the Washington job. So, uh, and, and he even said yesterday on the Feinbaum show, this roster's in much better shape than what he had when he took over Washington. So, yeah. I think we just need to be patient with Coach DeBoer. I think mm-hmm. he's doing a great job considering the circumstances. Uh, and and I think one thing that you can point to that he has just knocked it out of the park with is his coaching staff, Jake. I yep. mean, his coaching staff has just been – his hires have been incredible. I mean, he's got two – he got two sitting FBS head coaches <laughs> to leave their jobs and come coach at Alabama. So, uh, just uh, just a great job that he's done so far. I really like the staff he's put together. He's got a good mix of people that he's comfortable with, people that are outside of his coaching circle, but are great recruiters across the country. Whether it's in the state of Texas, up in the DMV, uh, you know the guy that they're hiring from Wisconsin. He's he heavily recruits the DMV area at an mm-hmm. elite level. Um, Lindquist is, is from Texas, so he has he has ties to, to that part of the country. Uh, but then he also keeps guys like Freddie Roach and Robert Gillespie, you know, Ha Clinton Dix, Josh Chapman. They're all still a part of that coaching staff, mm-hmm. and they're all able to recruit. They all have relationships already with, with all these high schools that Album has recruited in the past. So this Coach DeBoer has done an amazing job of putting a staff together with a mix of all different uh, options from the coaching world. And I, I think, you know, I think you could make the point that if if Coach DeBoer was at any other program in the country and he was just hired there and he made all of these same exact hires, everybody would be talking about, is this the best coaching staff in the country? Right. But yeah. because it's at Alabama and he's replacing Nick Saban, you know, it just feels different. So uh, I just think the staff he's put together is incredible. And, and I think you're going to see a lot of good things. And I think there's there's going to be good news this weekend, I believe. I think there. Somebody asked if there'll be any commitments this weekend. I, I think there will be. So uh, there's going to be a lot of good news coming up the next couple of days. Yeah, you know, Stacy, I, I we we were talking about Kalen Boer, but but I'm so excited about what he's building at Alabama. You know, starting out, and uh, you know, this this just shows what the coaches have to go through nowadays. You have to build your staff, especially when you're coming into a new program. Uh, you have to build your staff. You have to uh you know recruit guys nowadays you have to keep guys as there recruit them back to your cause and, and show them say hey what we're implementing you're you're going to fit perfectly in the system and that's why i think guys like ryan williams are, are kind of looking like okay let, let, even though i'm decommitted i'm still going to look hard at alabama because i mean my gosh what what washington did with their receivers i mean i think I think they they had a, a sixteen hundred yard receiver and a twelve hundred yard receiver, so I mean, if you're if you're you know a, a wide receiver looking at that, it's like man, I want to play in that you know in that in that offense. Ron Grubb is probably the the greatest offensive mind in the country right now, an offense coordinator. 
So it's just an, it's just an excellent staff. And then, like you said, Stacey Brank, keeping guys like Freddie Roach and Robert Gillespie, you you have those guys who are really good recruiters as well and know the program and, and Ha Ha and Josh Chapman. So you you have a little bit of the Alabama standard still in there, but now you're also bringing in new blood to reach and and, and to continue that standard moving forward. You're muted. <laughs> Sorry about sorry about yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, and even guys like uh, Courtney Morgan, you know, who's kind of going to be like the GM of the Alabama yeah. football team, and mm-hmm. the way he's able to kind of handle kind of the the leadership role of recruiting, and as far as kind of getting to know everybody, building relationships. Man, what a what a phenomenal staff! If you just look at what he's done, you know, he brings his wide receiver coach as well, Jamarcus Shepard, one of the most highly respected receiving coaches in the country. So. Man, what 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 a what a great staff! Really like, really <laughs> looks like muting of locked on Bama. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pulling a Luke Robinson here. That's right. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, and and right here, this coach making decisions based on what he wants his dynasty to believe. I believe great things are coming for the Tide. I, I agree with that. I think that's a great way to look at it. That he, you know, he's got to he's got to do what Coach DeBoer wants to do. Right. You know, if he comes in here and tries to to be Saban 2.0 and that's not who he is, then that's just that's going to be a failure. He's setting himself right. up for failure. He is building this the way he wants it to be. And uh, I'm excited about it. a lot to look forward to. No doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely, Stacey. I, I'm excited to see, you know, what the future holds uh, with Kalen DeBoer and his family here at, at Tuscaloosa, because I, I think – uh, like Rosemary says, he's going to do great things at Alabama. We just got to be patient with him. Yep. You know, uh, let's see. Chris says, be careful. Washington played in no defense Pac-12. Got shut down when they played real team defense. Against two. Against Michigan? I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, Michigan was the best defense in the country all season long. I mean, they shut right. down everybody. Yeah. And and he has a little – there's a little more players overall at Alabama than there is at at uh at Washington. Yeah, that's the thing. We lost a lot so far in the portal, but we're so deep, you know, we got guys there that we can already plug and play because because of the depth and they have already had some experience. Well, and I want to <laughs> say this about the about the portal and I kind of alluded to it earlier. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just looking at what album has lost so far. Mm-hmm. The spring portal is not here yet. I mean, no. th- this album roster is going to look completely different once the fall gets here, because we still have the summer months to add players. So mm-hmm. uh, don't don't just look at what album has lost right now and think, well, the, all the guys they have there right now is all they're ever going to have. That's not how it's going to be. Right. Yep. Yeah, that, right. Yeah, that national championship game, and there was a player too, like you said, Jim, where it, it could have went either way. I mean, I, I just – they went, thir- they went what, 15-1, and one, whatever it would have been. Is it fourteen and one? Whatever. I can't even remember how many games they play now. It's so crazy, right? And honestly, you know, Washington. For talking about the the comment earlier, I you know they play really well against you know they beat Oregon and, and Oregon had a, a very very talented defense. They a lot better defense in the Pac twelve than than most Pac twelve defenses. But look at Texas. What they did against Texas. Texas front line was probably one of the best in the nation. I remember what they did in the second week. Uh, against Alabama, they just pushed our guys around because that defensive line was really good. But Washington found a way to stop that defensive front. So, uh, you know, I'm not worried about the defense at all under Kalen DeBoer. 
Yeah, this is this is a new way for Alabama. Never had to play the portal game. Well, that, I mean, that's not exactly true. I mean, there's been a lot of good players that Alabama's had over the past several years that were portal guys. But as far as a numbers standpoint, no, they've they've never they're they're never going to have to, you know, go to the portal as often as they will this summer. But I, I don't. I'm not sure that's going to be something that happens all the time. I mean, a lot of this is because of just uh, the window and and the way things worked out. I mean, you look at twenty two. I think was it they're up to 22 is that how many is or 29 there's a lot <laughs> yeah there's a lot that's in the portal but like i mentioned right now alabama can only add guys from either what washington or arizona right right now yeah i mean so that they're they have no options right now right. so it looks worse than what it is so because all their guys could leave right now so it's just mm -hmm. it's not and as bad as it seems and if Jim Harbaugh takes an NFL job, then Michigan can can jump in the portal. Some of their guys. Yeah, and, so. and, and, and you know, and, you know, it may be a little different for them because it seems like they may be more set up to kind of hand over the keys to what's his name, the the Moore guy who took over when right. when, when when Harbaugh was suspended. So yeah, um, just uh, Jim Jim McKellar says Mbakwe posted, stay tuned for exciting news. That's right. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big weekend for Alabama, and it should kind of calm some people down <laughs> over what's happened the last few days. You know, with Caleb Downs leaving, Julian saying leaving, uh, but you know, it is what it is. And look, I, I think out of all the guys that left, I think Caleb Downs is the one guy I wish would have stayed. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously, I wish Julian saying would have stayed, and maybe Isaiah Bond, but right. I mean, the truth is, outside of those guys, I'm not sure there was any just loss that is irreplaceable. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Stacey. You know, we 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 gave our our thoughts when when the when it first happened and guys started going to the portal. You know, Earl Little Junior was one that came to mind. But you know, losing Kayler Downs, it will hurt. But I, I'm pretty confident. You know, we still have some leadership in that secondary. We still got a lot of great players in that secondary. Um, it is going to hurt losing Kater Downs because he's arguably, arguably the best freshman in the country. But we're going to be fine. You know, we we are so deep and and so talented at other positions with, with four- and five-stars players everywhere. You know, we are going to be perfectly fine. Yeah, well, and I, mm -hmm. I want to people to look at this. Look, take the top 40 players on Alabama's team against the top 40 players, even with all the portal entries. Mm -hmm. Take the top 40 players that are currently on Alabama's team – against the top 40 players on everybody else's team in the country, they are right up there with, with the elites of college football still, even right. with all the guys that have portaled out. And once again, once the spring portal opens back up, there is going to be a lot of guys that want to come to Alabama. A right. lot. Yep. A lot of good football players are going to want to come to Alabama. So it's way too early to hit the panic button. Stacey, I want to get your thoughts on, on one thing. Um, how do you see Justice Haynes and Jim Miller being being integrated in this offense this coming up year? Well, see, DeBoer and Grubb, they they don't they're not just a pass look, they were pass heavy this last year because right. they had a really good throwing quarterback and like four receivers that are really, really good. <laughs> right. So that was their that was but they still had a thousand yard rusher. Right. So they can still run the football, but they 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 predicate what they do on offense based on what they have from a player standpoint mm -hmm. and i think if you look at what Alabama has right now with with justice haynes and jam miller richard young uh, the freshman the kevin riley daniel hill the guy so i think what they have right now 
and especially with a lot of young receivers on the team, which I think are very talented and I think have a chance to be really, really elite. I really think that. I think yeah. Jalen Hill has a chance to be elite. Yes. I think I think the Bernard kid that I believe will will transfer from Washington to Alabama, I think he has a chance to be elite. So um, I like Kobe Prentice is still there, Emmanuel Henderson. So they're yep. young receivers, but I think early on you're going to see a lot of, of both Miller and Haynes in the backfield at the same time. So um, I, I do I do think they're going to be involved. That's what I'm looking forward to spring because I have no idea because Washington does so much offensively. I've watched about three or four games so far from last year, and it's been mostly mostly shotgun, obviously. But there's so many different formation variations. Uh, there's so many different uh, combination of different players and positions. Uh, but then I get to the Arizona game, they're lining up in eye formation and running a tall sweep. So yeah. it's just they do everything, Jake. And so mm -hmm. uh, I just – I like what they do. They're, they're all about personnel, mm -hmm. and uh, they're going to have lots of weapons to work with at Alabama. Yeah, uh, Boone, the GOAT, said that he uses tight ends very well too, a lot of movement. So Caleb Odom probably – yeah, he's he could end up being special in this in this type of offense for sure. Yep. Uh, and Bakwe's production will be close to Downs' freshman season. A great – oh, man. That, shoot, if he can even come close to that, I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's still a lot There's still a lot of great guys committed to Alabama that's coming in this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, the defensive background, we talked about it, you know, probably a month ago now, Stacey, for, for everything happening in my life with the hospital state and stuff. But, my gosh, that, that, that 2024 defensive back class is loaded. Yeah, and of course, one guy's already he, he's he's leaving out um, right. Jameer Grinsley, which is fine. I mean, mm -hmm. like we said, if you don't want to be here, you don't want to be here, and it's yep. part of it. Um, but I, I want to speak in the twenty twenty four class, Jake. Uh, Ryan Williams is obviously the main target left. Mm -hmm. it, it almost feels like he has the chance to be DeBoer's version of Julio Jones to Nick Saban. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that in-state elite wide receiver who sets the tone. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll see what happens. I, I really like where Alabama's at right now. Who is his primary and secondary uh, recruiter right now for Bama? Well, I'm assuming that it's going to be uh, Grubb and mm -hmm. uh, maybe Shepard, the receiver's coach. Yeah. But it's just – it's so hard to say because of all the, the, the coaching changes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know how much he's kind of divulged of who's recruiting him. I, I bet Kalen DeBoer is right. You in know, he's ear. in his ear. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Homer Wiggins, when he was the wide receiver coach, who's now at A&M, was right in his ear all the time. T-Rob was in his ear a lot. So I, mm -hmm. I imagine Robert Gillespie is going to be a part of it because he's kind of he's kind of a part of the old guard. But it, there's no for sure – way of knowing who his primary recruiter is right now because it's just the coaching staff's so new. I mean, there's right. there's just no way of really knowing. Well, what, you got to think about this too, Stacey. Kalen, Kalen DeBoer has a secret weapon in his back pocket. Nick Saban's still on campus. So you get these recruits on campus and you still meet the GOAT. Kalen DeBoer pour that out. I mean, my gosh. What, what the, I mean, how do you – I just don't understand that, that that is so wild that he has that trump card in his back pocket if he needs it. That's so awesome. Yeah, hey, and 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 you know the 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 quarterback that transferred over Austin Mack, he mm -hmm. uh 
he's apparently already talked to Ryan Williams. He and and he's met with him. He wants to get him as well. So uh, that that's big as well. And and look, I, I want to say this about uh, about the quarterback Austin Mack. This dude, I I got to be honest, I knew virtually nothing about uh, this kid before he announced he was transferring to Alabama. Mm-hmm. But I've went and watched some highlights. I've went and listened to him talk. I've went and listened to people talk about him, whether it's Brock Heard, who's obviously played at Washington, knows all about the Washington program. Everything that I've seen and everything that I've heard points to Austin Mack having about as bright as future as you can imagine. I'm yeah. talking there's people who think he will eventually be the number one pick in the NFL draft. That's that's what they think this guy can be. So uh, the fact that he spent – and by the way, he graduated an entire year early. He's, he's only 17 right now. He graduated an entire year early, enrolled at Washington, uh, went through a whole year with them, moved all the way up to the depth chart, Jake. If my, something happened to Michael Penix last year, Austin Mack, 17-year-old mm-hmm. Austin Mack, would have been the quarterback for the Washington Husky, Huskies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, obviously, Coach DeBoer, Coach Grubb, they like this kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 6'6", 230, rocket arm, man. I'm talking about as strong as arm and just a, I mean, smooth as butter delivery, no effort whatsoever. Uh, and it, it's crazy, man. I, I just think he has a – bright future and i'm not saying he'll be the star this year or anything like that i'm just saying down the road my goodness that that dude's special yeah uh jim mcwayne said you know he watched the tape of mac as well and says there's not a throw saying mates that he can't so uh we got a special player i, I agree stacy um I, i've seen a couple of his highlights as well he does have a rocket arm and you know he's already like you said he's 17 he's already been in this system a year He's followed, you know, Coach DeBoer and Coach Grubb to Alabama now where he can get integrated in the Southern terms and the Alabama way and Alabama standard. So it need be that next year, like next year, not not this coming year, but the next year. He's two years into the system at 17, 18 years old, and he'll be the star at Alabama. I mean, that, that's incredible to think about. <laughs> no doubt about it. No <laughs> doubt about it. Um People keep asking what's the good news going to be. It's just going to be a commitment, whether it's mm-hmm. Noah Carter or any of the Washington guys that are visiting uh, right now that are that are in the portal. So mm-hmm. um, I, it's, it'll be a commitment, maybe multiple commitments today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Lee said there should be a 30-day grace period after coaching change to get coaches settled before the portal opens. You know, that would make it a little bit more fair, even 60 days. You know. Yeah, I – it's just the whole calendar for, for college football is it's a joke. Yeah. And yeah. we could go on about that, but it just is what it is. You got to deal with it. You got to deal yeah. with it. And, yeah. and you know, I, watching Coach DeBoer on Paul Feinbaum yesterday, that dude's – I mean, he's relaxed as all get out, like nothing's going on. Right. But he made the point to say, look, I did this two years ago. So th- I, I think that might have went a long way into, go, into determining, you know, that he was target number one, that – this is a guy who's been here, done that. He he knows how to handle these top situations. So mm-hmm. um, he's cool, calm, he, and collected. He is cool, calm, and collected. Man, he's he's got it going on. I, it's you know, it remains to be seen what happens. But right, right now, 
I could not be more excited about the Kalen DeBoer era of Alabama football. Yeah. I mean, it's just still in the early, early days of it too, man. And yeah, I mean, it's been a week. Done. Yeah. <laughs> it's And it's just great to see. But, uh, you know, everything he's saying so far is, is I, I love the staff. He, you know, we talked about the staff he's, he's building. I love. So, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to get, you know, spring here and, and see what a day kind of looks like. I know we're not going to see a lot, but we'll, we'll see a little bit to know how this team's going to be next year. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, and like I said, we still got a lot of leadership on that team, you mm-hmm. know, who, who have said, you know, we're sticking with, with the new regime and, and we're going to be leaders and playmakers for, for this, this team, this coming up season. So, uh, that's still a lot to be excited about guys. <laughs> no doubt about it. And, you know, the spring game is, I hope people show up in droves. I hope it's, I know. you know, 2007 all over again. I, I hope I want to see, you know, whenever it is, I want to see what we got going on. I'm going to try to get down there. I would love to. I imagine, by the way, speaking of that, I imagine we'll have an announcement of the eight day game really soon. Yeah. I mean, this is usually announced, you know, in, in January. So I imagine, I imagine it will be announced very soon. Looking forward to that announcement. Yep. Um, talking sports with Red said no no one player is bigger than the program. No doubt. No doubt. Yep. I agree with that. Um, any any uh, questions, guys? Comments? Concerns? Man, I'd, you know, I'd, I'm just excited about about everything so far, man. It's it's going to be. You know, a lot of people was talking about how the next guy replacing Nick Saban was going to be the Ray Perkins. You know, it's going to be the next guy, not not the one who replaces him, but the one that replaces that guy would be the one who's going to start changing the program over again. I just don't see that with Kane DeBoer. He, he's, you know, he may, you know, I can see maybe the first season, you know, maybe some struggles, but I don't see less than, less than nine or ten wins of this team next year. Under him, oh, I mean, no, I yeah. I, I'm, I'm confident ten and two yeah. will be the record. I'm, I yeah. mean, or at worst, right? I, I agree. You know, I, I still see this being a great hire, and, um, and I still think Alabama needs to be taken serious in college football, even though we don't have Nick Saban on the sidelines anymore. You know, yeah, this is obviously the 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 story of the weekend or story leading up the next few weeks, and. Uh, there's probably not a more important player for for uh, Coach DeBoer uh, to land right now than mm-hmm. than Ryan Williams, and I, I mean I think I like where Alabama's at. I really do. I think they're in good shape. I, if I had to predict it, I would predict that Ryan Williams is a part of the class. Right. You know, this yeah. is an interesting thought. I mean, right. that really is an interesting thought. Does Mac have an advantage because of his entire year in the playbook? I mean, you got to think that gives him a little bit of advantage, but you know, we'll see what that looks like on the practice field. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the spring uh, look, I love Jalen Milrow, but I think there's still a competition going on. I mean, there, I that, agree. That, that that competition just got relit. We'll, we'll yeah. find out about all these guys real soon. I agree, hundred percent. I feel like there's gonna be there's gonna be you know competition across the, the board at Alabama, and and quarterbacks gonna be one of them. Boone the goat. It says a lot that two years ago DeBoer didn't have anyone miss the bowl game versus Texas. Mm-hmm. I I think that shows what type of coach he is and what his what the players mean to him. I agree, hundred percent. 
and or what he means to the players, I guess. Yeah. Anthony Compton's. Who do we still have as far as DBs and safety left? Roll tie guys. Well, uh, there's still several guys. Um, you got Devontae Smith, Malachi Moore, mm-hmm. uh, Jaleel Hurley. You got all the freshmen, uh, you know, Zay Mincy, Zabian Brown, Jalen Mbakwe, Drake Kirkpatrick. Uh, golly, there's there's still a bunch on the roster. Yeah. I, I think I, can, I think I think that's the reason they recruited so many this year is because they mm-hmm. thought some of these guys were going to pour out. And anyways, I think the only right. guy that really surprised them w- was Caleb Downs. And right. that's I mean that's just because you know the, Saban left, and that's you know probably the biggest reason he come to Alabama. Right. And I I, I think uh, you know keep an eye on Devonte Smith. I really think he might see the field mm-hmm. a lot uh, this year. Yeah, Brock says, don't forget about Dylan Longan. No doubt, dude. That yeah. dude was impressive he's, last year as a freshman. Yeah. Uh, I, think he, I think he has tremendous upside. He's got a good it, arm on him. There, there's four quarterbacks in Tuscaloosa right now that, I mean, I really believe all four of them are SEC starters right now. Yeah, we are seeing what, what Milrow can do, you know, yeah. as in the SEC. I mean, he's undefeated in the SEC so far. Um, and then uh, Ty Simpson, he he's – He's a great backup, but but I feel like he could, you know, be a starter anywhere else in the country. Austin Mack, he, you know, we know what he can do. Dylan Lonigan, I feel like he could probably be a starter anywhere right now. So yeah, I mean that that competition battle in quarterback room is going to be fun to watch this spring and this fall before the first game hits. What's up, Greg? Thanks for watching, man. What's up, Greg? Yeah, I think I think the QB competition, much like it was last offseason is going to be the biggest storyline. Yep. Outside of, you know, Nick Saban no longer being there. You're out. By the way, how strange is it going to be not seeing Nick Saban on the sideline? It's, it's going to be weird. That first game when they – Do you even think it's it's even, like, sunk in yet? Like, I know we've talked about it. Everybody's been talking about it. That's all everybody ever talks about. But do you think it's really sunk in with Alabama fans that, or even college football fans in general that when – I think it's August 31st roll, rolls around against uh, Western Kentucky. Nick Saban's not going to be on the sideline. I know that's it's, it's going to be going to be weird for sure. But you know, it may take a week or two to to get you know get the reality of it. Like why you know Nick Saban is no longer coaching Alabama. He's no longer coaching. Period. He's retired. But you know, I really I'm really confident about this about this new regime coming in for sure. Yeah, Brock wants to know about the offensive lineman from uh, Washington. Yeah, we talked about him a little bit ago. Um, I imagine he's he's on campus this weekend, and I imagine that he will commit to Alabama. I, I he, think he's can he snap the ball? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he he started at guard for for Washington mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. Played the first two games at guard, moved to center. Finished the season out. Of course, Washington's offensive line won the Joe Moore Award for the best offensive line in the country. So that is exciting. <laughs> yep. So, you know, a lot of people was talking about, you know, looking at early on, looking ahead at the schedule, but that third game of the season is against Georgia. So we'll see exactly what this offense and what, what you know, you feel like DeBoer needs a signature win early on. That is going to be his first time to get it. So, yeah. Uh, oh man. I mean, golly, you talking about getting thrown to the wolves? Your first <laughs> SEC game is against, against Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> yeah. So, but like I said, I'm so glad that you know he he manned up and was like, "Yeah, I'm 
I'm going to take over for Nick Saban, the greatest of all time, and I have no issue doing that. You know, I'm sure a lot of people was like, mm, you know, who was thinking, thinking about it. Was like, man, I don't want to be that guy. And the yeah, boys, like, yeah, yeah, come, yeah, no, no problem with me. It's, mm-hmm. oh man, what a, what a year 2024 is gonna be, dude. It's already been strange and been been weird to start out. Now it's, you know, you know, it's just going going to get on crazier from there. It seems like Georgia with half Bama alumni on D. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they get didn't get Caleb Downs. No, they didn't get Caleb Downs. Um, By the way, I I love the fact that Georgia, Auburn, the rest of the SEC is laughing at Alabama right now. Right. Because I don't think they understand. No. I I, I don't think they understand that even right now, like I mentioned, Alabama's roster is right up there with the elite of college football. Yeah. And the spring portal is not even open yet, you know, like you said. So there's going to be plenty of dudes that want to come play for Alabama mm-hmm. when that spring portal opens back up. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Darrell McKenzie said, What if he beat Georgia? Though, wow, what a conversation it's going to be. Right? <laughs> no doubt. Oh, my gosh. And we live rent free in their heads. Yeah, they can't, <laughs> even with saving gone, they can't quit talking about Alabama. No. No, that's one of the things I, you know, a lot of people I've seen on ads is talking about, you know, uh, uh, Barners for sure is like, you know, now Hugh Freeze is going to start running the state. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> well, and look, you, you see the way Coach DeBoer put his staff together. He's got plenty of guys that have ties to the Southeast. Mm-hmm. He's got guys, like I mentioned, to the DMV, Midwest, mm-hmm. uh, West Coast. Um, I think I think we got I think we got uh, some guys on the West Coast right now visiting a five star corner uh, from the class of 2025 right now too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, just uh, but this staff is relentless. They're yeah. relentless. A lot of people uh, was putting up images of Kalen DeBoer beside Brian Harson saying it's going to be Brian Harson 2.0. I don't I don't see that for the sheer fact that like you said, Stacy. Kalen Boer realized he's got to have some ties to the Southeast. He never did that. You know, Brian Harson never did that. He never got any ties to the Southeast. So he was just trying to run things like a Midwest program. Kalen Boer is running Alabama like it's in the Southeast like he's supposed to. So that's the big difference, I feel like. Well, uh, remind me when uh, when uh, Harson won a Power Five Conference Championship. <laughs> he when did. did he do that? He didn't. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, then he had to. Have, he had to have made at least made the playoff once. Nope, never did that either. <laughs> oh, so he didn't make the playoff. He mm-hmm. didn't win a Power Five conference championship. Nope. He wasn't one hundred and twelve or one hundred and four and twelve as the head coach. Nope. Nope. So I it's mean, it's incredible. In what way are they even cl- similar? They're not similar. I don't understand it. Never understood it. But. What are you know? I, I find, like you said, Stacey, 104 and 12. Freeze yeah, Freeze can even run up a lack of, yeah. 104 and 12. You got to think that success of winning is what really played a big factor into into his signing coming to Alabama for sure. And and look at this another thing. He is three, I think, what four and oh against Steve Sarkeesian and five and oh, five and oh against Steve Sarkeesian and Dan Lanning, okay. two of the top tier. Football, you know, coaches. He's beat, he's beat Landing three times and, and yeah. Sark twice. <laughs> I mean, I, I want I want I want to show this real quick. Mm-hmm. 
I think this is a good way to look at it. Alabama, look, and and when you say just as good, just play a different style. Look, there's a 12-team playoff now. I cannot keep emphasizing that enough. Right. There's a 12-team playoff now. Now you ain't got to go 11-1 and or 12-0. and You can go 10-2. and mm-hmm. In some years, you might even be able to go 9-3 and and still get in the playoff. So um, I, I, I think it may look different on mm-hmm. the field. But I, and I'm not saying we're going to win six championships in 17 years. I'm just saying no. we're still going to have a lot of success. It's just yeah. going to look a little bit different. Uh oh, I hear the baby crying in the background. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Well, that might be our cue to head out for for today, uh, Jake. Yeah. For plus tip off for album basketball is like going on right now. Yeah, it is. So uh, yeah. let's let's uh, let's do that. We're going to head out, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Had well over 100 people watching. Thank you. Uh, the show today. So thank you guys so much for watching. Please subscribe to our channel on YouTube. We're also free and available on Apple Podcasts. If you happen to be watching uh, the, the recorded version of this on YouTube, jump in the comment section. Mm-hmm. Give us your thoughts on today's show. Guys, thank, thank you, you so much for watching. Please continue to pray for Jake that he can get in some good rest and for, <laughs> for Cassidy and, and uh, Emma Kate as well, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the support. We appreciate you guys so much. And until next time, roll tide. Roll tide.